thanks for tuning in to this week's episode of the Geekly Planet Podcast, where we talk about all things geek, because we all geek out about something, with your hosts, Pat Aldridge, TJ Tammer, and Matthew Hample. Make sure to check us out on the internet, on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And now on to this week's episode. Hey everybody, welcome into your weekly edition of the Geekly Planet, where we talk about all things that we are currently sort of not geeking out about, but exactly. we'll, we'll get into it. Wish.com um, Superman, no thank you. <laughs> um, but yeah, we believe everybody geeks out about something, so we are here to talk about it. Gentlemen. See, I, w- I would have gone with Golden Cyclops, but that's just me. What? That's a, that's a way to go. Instead of wish.com Superman, I would have just gone with Golden Cyclops. <laughs> that can fly. Uh-huh. So, we're just going to jump right into it, aren't we? There you go, Steve. Yeah. Um, I mean, so, I mean, our, our, two, our two things for this evening. Um, did you watch them both, Pat? I watched the Eternals and I watched Finch today. Okay, so. so those are those are our two. Um, I guess we'll start with the Eternals. What did you, Pat? You are the most level-headed of <laughs> us. So I'm gonna let you start this well, time I, because TJ and I are gonna rant for about an hour each. Yeah, so. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if if I'm the most level-headed of the three of us, but I'll I'll, I'll take that as a compliment that you mean it as. So. Um, have you met TJ and I? Yeah, yeah. You are the most level-headed of the three of us. I, I, I don't know if I this agree. Is gonna with be that, the, I think this is going to be the second week in a row that Trey and I agree on something. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, that's 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 scary, bro. I don't know if I if I like that. So um, I like it when you guys go at each other. That's more entertaining for me. Um, so my my take on the Eternals. At best, it was meh. Not that big of a, not that big of a deal. Not you know, someone someone asked me at church on Sunday, do do I need to see it to know what's going on in the Marvel universe? And I'm like, no, you don't. You don't. Possibly moving forward, if if what it said at the end of the movie that the Eternals will return, if that's true, which I'm not so. Hey, but why? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. I'm not sure that's going to happen, but you know, Who we all know to nobody. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, so I thought that the movie was well cast. I enjoyed, I enjoyed the actors that were in it. I enjoyed some of the special effects. Okay. The special effects, I would say, the special effects were beautiful. I mean, the yeah. movie was very beautiful. Movie, beautiful. It the story, but it was beautiful. The, the story is what brings this down for me big time. There was too much jumping back and forth. It was way too long. It didn't have to be as long as it was. Jumping back and forth in time didn't didn't help the story. It actually hurt the story. Um, but yeah, I mean, overall. Mm-hmm. Meh. You know, we were talking before it came on. This isn't the worst Marvel movie, but it's definitely on the lower 
It's close. Yeah, it is. Yeah, I mean, well, that's the thing. So I looked up, like, Thor Dark World has a 66%, and this movie has a 48%. And I do oh. not feel this movie is is 18% worse than Thor The Dark World. Yeah, that was a horrible movie. Um, It was a horrible movie, but this... All right. Okay, here can I, I here here I go. Can I go? I'll go. Do, do do it. All right. First off, I agree. It's a beautiful movie. Um I don't have any problem with the casting. Uh the thing about Thor the Dark World is that even though it sucked as a movie, it was very firmly planted in the vibe of the MCU. This was not we had a Star Wars scroll at the beginning. I was like, oh, this is not off to a great start. They didn't start with Marvel. This isn't going to be great. They're trying to be different. And so anyways, I don't even care anything about I, – I cared I, – that's the thing. I did not care about one single Eternal. I did not care. I didn't care about any of them. The more I learned about them, the least I cared about them. And the the thing about the story to me was why did I mean Dane right out the gate as soon as he finds out that she's an eternal <laughs> why you guys didn't help with Thanos my man <laughs> and and her answer was well the Celestials told us that we couldn't yet they've been doing what the Celestials said you couldn't the whole dang movie up to this point for seven thousand years. That's a, just a terrible excuse for me. And then the other part of that, on the other side of was uh, other side of that was, you have a giant celestial coming up out of an electric volcano in the middle of the ocean, and not one Avenger showed up. Are you kidding me? And here's why: somebody's like, "Well, it happened so fast." Bullcrap! It happened so fast. The Avengers got the whole planet on lockdown. They know what's going on everywhere, and it's a electric storm happening inside of an active volcano. You don't think that they knew about that? And Doctor can, Strange, magic. You don't think he? Can I just point out that I mean the, <sighs> the thing that bugged me the most about that scene in particular is if something of that size clawed its way out of the core of the earth. Oh yeah, that's where I was through, going next. <laughs> it it already be over. Everything already be over. Yeah, the whole planet would already crack by that point. You just destabilize the entire planet. Gone. Gone. And then <laughs> at the very end when uh Ashram, is that his name? Ashiram? Yeah. Pops his head up and parts the sky. Like we we go get a flash over to Manhattan where somebody's like, uh, yo, my man's. Yeah. Did y'all well, see that? The, but but the other thing is, like the deviants like start attacking all over the planet. Like deviant attack here, deviant attack there, deviant attack here. That's gonna that's gonna like bring the Avengers coming. Well, especially since they were defended by superheroes that weren't them. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. I mean. So, I mean, let, let's start, let's, we start And out. what's his face? The Indian what? dude said that he, that th he knew Thor. Did y'all catch that? Yeah. 
yeah. where he said that he messed with like Thor bugged him as a child and now he won't return his phone call. So the Avengers knew about the Eternals and you're telling me that they were like, yeah, we'll just let them handle this giant robot. Whatever. Right. I mean, Pat, you, you were going to say something, say something. Oh, Pat, so. so TJ, I'm, I'm going to say something that someone said to me and I don't mean it as an offense. Okay. But somebody at church said that was the best Justice League movie I've ever seen. Well, first off, that's not even true <laughs> because uh, we didn't have Batman. We did kind of have a Wonder Woman-esque person, a Superman-esque person, and a Flash, which she was my she was my favorite Eternal. Man, she was whooping Superman's tail. She was, she was. sonic punching him in the face. I, I, I got to say, the only one that I actually cared for was Gilgamesh. Oh, I did like him with his super Hulk busters. <laughs> Hulk Buster <laughs> he would knock the crap out of things. So so a couple of things about like, so when they're all sitting in, in Gilgamesh and Thena's house, why in, I mean, I, I get why. I get why, but why in the trailers do they got to Photoshop out Kingo's little assistant dude and put Dane sitting there? Because Dane wasn't there. Oh, I didn't even remember. But they that. put him there in the trailers. Um, you know, you're you're coming down on a thing like, like you said. So this was this was Avengers two on a whole other level. All right, and I say that because of this. Avengers two, were they? so much fighting a bad guy or fixing something they screwed up to begin with. They were fixing something they screwed up to begin with. Eternals is basically that whole thing of like, are, are we the baddies? Because all right, the Eternals are here to lead humans. No, the Eternals are there to foster this egg. But then the deviants were sent first, and then they're slaughtering the deviants. But the deviants are like, "Why are you killing me, bro? We came from the same place." So are the deviants really bad guys? No, not really. But then the Eternals were made to not evolve like the deviants did. But apparently, even though they're oh, sorry, spoilers. Apparently, even though they are synthetic humans that are basically robots, they somehow evolved. Um, well, my question is, did y'all not feel like that was super let down? Like they they spent the whole movie with this deviant basically absorbing eternal powers, and then wonder and then uh, Wonder Woman. I mean, Thena just chopped him in way, half. Way, and that was the way it. he went out. The way he went out, I was angry. I was legit angry in the theater. The way he went out, the the way that they all came together in the Unimind or whatever they called it. I reminded like me like storm better. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, but it reminded me kind of like Voltron where, you know, they all come together to form one more powerful form being. You know. The head. Yeah. But oh. the thing is, is that, that she, they, to me, I was like, it was so convoluted and maybe there's some deleted scenes or something, but like they, I thought they were building this thing up, which was by far the most interesting part of this story was this deviant turning in from an animal into uh, a sentient being that could speak, and like I was like, "Oh yeah, we're gonna find some stuff out." Oh, he, she, he did. 
<laughs> okay. <laughs> yep. And then, I mean, yet again, you know, and this probably, I mean, this movie was probably made before Tomorrow War, but yet again, we have a, oh, the melting of the polar ice released the bad guys again. Um, but yet that's where like the main baddie was. They could absorb stuff. Um, like, while yes, I think it was a cast. I think the unknown actors or the lesser known actors did a way better job than the known actors. Like, I don't think Samuel Hayek and Angelina Jolie were necessary in this movie. No, they didn't do anything. Um, the girl that played like Makari, uh, Fastos, um, Gilgamesh. Those are the people. Those are the ones that I'm like, I, I resonated with. Um, so as we're sitting in the theater, Tom leans over to me and says, what is that guy's name? I thought he was Wong. <laughs> he did look like a big old Wong. Did he, he? He, he did. looked very similar to, um, First of all, just tell Tom, Tom, I'm ashamed of you. All Asian people do not look alike. That's exactly <laughs> that. Um, but, you know, each th- those are the ones that, that I cared about. Like, Thena, I really cared nothing about. Kingu, nothing. Ajak, whatever. Also, Thena went bat crap crazy, like, instantaneous until the third act. And then she was like, I got it under control. What? Well, there was, and there was no reason. There was no reason for that whole thing. Like, oh, it's the Mad Weary, and it's because it's like, um, did y'all ever watch Dollhouse? It was another Joss Whedon show, where like people would sign up to, they, people would sign up to get their their memories wiped, and then they would become basically like, they would get reprogrammed and become like expensive, you know, playthings for rich people. Okay. And then they would go back to the dollhouse and they would get their memories wiped and they would kind of be blank slates until they went back out again. But, you know, the one, like her brain didn't wipe completely each time. So she kept all the memories across. And that's kind of the same thing that happened there with Thena. It's like, but but why? Also, when the, why even when bother her, doing it? Why was why she trying you, to kill the Eternals? <laughs> yeah. But why? But but it showed going back to like the, the world engine or whatever the heck it was called um, by Ashram. Like he has just like armies and armies. Why you got to reuse, my man? Why why you got to recycle? Just let them blow up and build another one. Ain't like you ain't got the ability to make more. I don't understand yeah. why. And they even said that the bodies blow up, but their minds fuse in with uh, celestials, with a celestial that gets born. So <laughs> what what is happening? It's like you're contradicting yourself left and right. And then I'm I'm sorry, I got to get to it at the end. The Star Fox showing up it with with and that was Pat Pat Oswald as Pip. If nobody recognized that voice, yeah. As soon as he started yeah. talking, I knew. Um, but Star Fox. But I'm happy up. that Pip Patrol is part of the MCU. I'll just throw that out there now. It is cool. We need Pip and Howard the Duck to get together. Yeah, um, we do. But okay, so then they show up and like in the comics. Okay, we know from the comics that Thanos was half eternal, half deviant. Like he was a hybrid. But they never brought that up so far. Like in the thing, like Titan, Titan destroyed itself because it it got you know too populated, and Thanos tried to stop him, but they said no, and he said, "All right, well, you done killed yourself." But now we got his brother saying, "Like, hey, I'm an Eternal." So now we've got to kind of retcon Thanos again. Where was Star Fox this whole time when Thanos was taking over? The, if if he's that powerful, where was he when Thanos was doing all of this stuff? Yet again, why are these people yeah, showing just, up now? 
Right. That's the thing. Like why? And also why this is going to have, is this going to have something to do with the, the, like, is this, is this setting up phase four? Oh, well, it definitely is. But this, but what's it setting it up to the battle with the celestials? Yeah. I mean, are they going to fight Ashram? Good luck there. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like what's the end game? No pun intended. Like what, what are we doing? <laughs> no, you totally meant that. Pun yeah, you, you did. That was a pun intended. Don't yeah, even, don't, don't even act don't even in the front. It was. But there. that's the point. We got to the end game, and we knew yeah. what was going on. What is the point? What What does this have to do with anything? Well, like I we feel like we they're stretching know, themselves. But it, it seems it. It was very much just like like why and. Well, that's my question to the Marvel geeks right there. Tell me, what do the Eternals, Pip the Troll, the Guardians of the Galaxy, Adam Warlock, Blade, uh, Captain Marvel 2, Doctor Strange, and the the Matt Multiverse? What the hell does all this have to do with each other? Well, but that that's the thing, though, is the Marvel geeks can can make stuff, but they they keep they keep again they keep retconning stuff. Like nobody would up until up until the end of this movie. Nobody would have said, oh, well, Thanos wasn't eternal. Like, we kind of knew it. Like, comic knew it, but this isn't the Thanos that we know from the comics. And if Star Fox isn't eternal, is he a robot like the rest of them are? Or, Or have they been lied to a second time well, about so, their origin. Right. So, so the I mean, article, no, the article that I read said that the Eternals are not, it's not that they're incapable of reproduction. It's they're, they're fed their religion thing or whatever, and they don't, they blow up and whatever. But that apparently Thanos was is the hybrid between the Deviants and the Eternals mixed together, and that's why he looks the way he does, but that other people went to Titan, other Eternals went to Titan and reproduced, which is where Eris comes from. Well, right, so so the whole thing, I mean, quick storyline, or quick history for everybody that don't know. There was originally the Eternals of Earth, and there was a crap ton of them. There wasn't just like seven, there was a ton of them. And there was kind of a theological war between two two of them, and the one side lost and was exiled into space. And they crash landed. They went to Uranus. They found a Kree stock stockhold. They raided it, and then the Kree showed up and was like, "You gonna steal from me?" And they chased them. They crash landed on Titan and built a society underneath the surface. And so that's where the so they were Eternals there so then they 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 bred they populated and they became the the titan eternals so the people on titan were all eternals but the eternals in the comics were not constructs they were created by the celestial to defend earth but they were supposed to defend earth from the deviants and any extraplanetary attacks which I would count Thanos as personally, just me. Well, he you did think? come from another planet. So, you know, there, there's all that. So then you, then you get, you know, all the whole thing. And, you know, Thanos's mom gives birth and she's like, he's purple. And they know that the, the deviant, the, the evil of the deviants is genetic. So that's why she tries to kill Thanos and, 
all that jolly stuff. And so instead of that, <clears throat> what we're what we're gifted is a horrendously horrendously boring movie. With did you try so to combine horrendous and heinous and came I up did. with horrendous? Horrendous and stop talking boring. about her anus, dude. That's yeah, weird. Dude. <laughs> well, I talked about your anus, so that's yeah, that's true. wrong, dude. But I came up with a terribly boring movie with so much exposition that is so contradictory and just just terribly like that's not a good that's not good writing. That's just lazy. Like this is like you said, retcon that's a Deadpool and two line. That's just yeah. lazy writing. That's just lazy. It's writing. just it's they're retconning crap that they don't need to. This could this movie is unnecessary, and if I never had seen it, I would be fine. So what I was telling somebody earlier is this is what happens when, or I don't say this, but the problem is they got an artistic director to direct a Marvel movie. Not great. You know, if you go, if you want somebody to, I mean, as, as much as like, I, I, I give him crap, like as much as I like bash on him, give Michael Bay a Marvel movie. Dude will knock it out the park. You know, give so like Bruckheim, give Bruckheimer uh, yeah. a Marvel movie, and then make a Bad Boys Marvel movie. That that would be awesome. I would watch that all over the place. Mm-hmm. But don't give me know, a Dune, don't give me a Dune style Marvel movie. Yeah, we're not going to do Aronofsky. Darren Aronofsky is not going to direct a Marvel movie. Don't try it. You know, Scorsese not going to do a Marvel De Palma, not going to happen. Don't do that. So you know you. you Chloe Zhao makes great movies. I mean, she, she's won an Oscar. They're beautiful movies, and they but they are they are dialogue character driven movies, and a way, comic book movie should way, not be a dialogue character driven movie. It should way be too highbrow. Yeah, for yeah. a superhero movie. Yeah, hundred percent. But then the second scene. The second end credit scene is where I'm way more interested. Uh, I did, I was angry that they they went that whole thing because they even they even God, they even said it. it's like oh is that the ebony blade? No, it's Excalibur. Really? We just gonna throw that? We just gonna throw that out there? Just going pew ebony blade. So, anyways, so uh, Dane is a descendant of King Arthur, and uh, so we're gonna get the ebony blade. And um, I don't want to mispronounce his name because I do like him, but I'm going to do it anyway. Marhashala, is that how you say his name? I don't know. Marhashala Ali, who has been cast for years <laughs> as Blade that we won't see till 2023, uh, is who spoke off screen to Dane and was like, are you sure you want to, you ready for that? Like, you sure you want to touch that? <laughs> so that so we, we had we had two people two actors in this movie that have already played other characters in the Marvel universe. Yeah. Boom. Which now we're getting into Trixie because you might say, well, that was in Netflix Marvel, uh, except for the fact is next month when Charlie Cox shows up as uh, Matt Murdock in the Spider-Man movie. Now you've bridged the gap. And so now yeah. you got Cottonmouth and apparently is also Blade. <laughs> well, and then you had Cersei, who was Minerva in 
Captain Marvel. Yeah. Like, guys, we got to get some new people if you're going to (laughs) keep stop bridging gaps or you're (laughs) going to mess up. You got a whole, there's a bunch of people out there. There's a bunch of people out there. Keep going. So, Um, anyways, so that, I was just sad. So, the other movie that we thought we were excited for was the Apple TV plus whatever um, movie Finch. TJ, your thoughts. I actually, I didn't, I didn't hate it. I didn't hate it at all. It was depressing. And and it was, it was Castaway. Except Wilson was a robot. (laughs) Trey is shaking his head. No, Trey, your thoughts. Just in the sense of Tom Hanks. Like, it was like a, Tom it, Hanks was the only person in this movie. Well, yeah, but it it was it was it was a paint by numbers. It might as well have been a Hallmark movie because it just hit all the notes like Bing, 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 Bing. At no point, and I'm sorry to say this, at no point did I actually get the feeling that Tom Hanks really cared about the dog that much. Yeah, he felt like he cared more about Dewey. Than the he dog, did, he did care about Dewey. He liked Dewey more than he liked the dog. Well, and I liked I liked Dewey more than I liked Dewey was I pretty cool. I was sad. I'm not gonna I, lie. I, That's I, the part that made me sad. I, I was more sad when Dewey went out than when Tom Hanks went out. Yeah, because I knew he was gonna die the second that they were like, "Yeah, the the Earth is scorched." I was like, "Oh, well, he's got cancer." Yeah, one thousand percent. And if he doesn't, yeah. this movie is stupid. <laughs> well, and my other question, and I'm, I'm sorry, and this is where it's just like stupid. It's like. All right, we're gonna drive from St. Louis to San Francisco, and we're gonna be just outside of San Francisco. But now the radiation's low enough to where you can walk out in the sun. How? How? Said, and like time passed. Swiss, he said it was Swiss cheese, so it, obviously that's fine. It was Swiss cheese, but still no, cover San Francisco. It was. It was. It was it, you know what it was? It was a Swiss plot device. That's what it was. Well, that was one hundred percent. Also. <laughs> Also, I mean, but I knew that was coming. As soon as he said it was Swiss cheese, I was like, oh, they're going to make it to the promised land, and it's not going to be bad. And it's going to be, they're going to, but it ain't going to matter because he's going to be dead. So literally, we just, but this robot but, and this dog are going to be able to hang out in San Francisco. Like a, but if there was a spot where you could just hang out and it wasn't that bad, don't you think, like, people would have, like, there'd be a ham radio going, hey, beep, 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 it's cool here. Come show it up. It had in the walking, if people in the Walking Dead can send out a radio signal saying, "Hey, come see us," people in this time can do that. It can happen. And then also, like I felt like I was waiting. Like he talked about people, and the we got vague we got that assessment. One we no, we got vague assessment of that people have reverted to some kind of animalistic kill everybody state that we never actually saw like they were in the hospital and that wasn't giving me animalistic that was giving me some walking dead or that was giving me some 28 days later zombie vibes not you know people are hard up for resources vibes and then we never then it just drove away it gave me like book of eli it's like uh, mad max i mean it was like a mad max there you it's go it's a cross between mad max and 28 days later it, it really wasn't but but 
yeah, like at no point, like, and as great as a character actor as Tom Hanks is, I didn't care. And I think that's the thing for me. This this whole movie, TJ, you're right. It was super depressing, um, but it was also unnecessary. Like, do you feel like Tom Hanks was an ass before this happened? Like, I got the vibe that he was like a solo ass. Oh yeah, because that story that he tell that story that he tells, he's like, my team was a bunch of knuckleheads. Like he was a, he was a know it all. He was a I'm smarter than everybody, and I'm better than you. That didn't make me want to care for you, my man. No, <laughs> right. no. But like I said, the the most compelling character in that whole movie was Dewey. Dewey. R.I.P. Dewey. Even Jeff. Even Jeff. I'm like, meh. Meh. Jeff, you're a jerk. You killed Dewey. <laughs> but just like... Although, I think we have to admit, Dewey went out with style. Yeah. <laughs> I was yeah. like, Dewey, you can't reach that, my man. You can't... Oh, bye. <laughs> <laughs> do we know oh crap <laughs> oh crap yeah i just like i said it was it was fine but it was just yeah okay yeah, that like happened said, it was it was it was a it was a it wasn't as bad as the eternals but it was fine. no but i mean <laughs> but do you disagree that it was basically a hallmark movie it was a very cookie cookie cutter um, for what it was, it was, it just, there was nothing. It just was there. It was and super I, predictable too. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's like, it was like, it was like a watered down. I am legend. Yeah. Except not as intriguing and not as well written or what do you think watered down means, sir? I'm just meant, um, the see, cause I like Tom Hanks a whole lot, but Will Smith was I, better. I, I understand. I, that's what I'm saying though. That's what I'm saying. It, it was, Tom Hanks took a pay. He he took a paycheck on this one. I'm just saying. I'm gonna say it now. He phoned it in. He was just like, I ain't got nothing else to do. Yeah, and Book of Eli with the whole San Francisco and Alcatraz and being the the redemption of yeah. civilization. They also just did it better, but they also had Gary Oldman and and you know Denzel and Denzel, and you can't go wrong with that ever. Yeah. And so I don't know. I feel like maybe some more humans would have made it better because I was just like, all right, I don't, I don't care. And, and that, and, and I'm sorry. So I got, I got, if you go, if you build a robot, all right. It's not going to have emotion. Yeah, this was like you build a robot, and then all of a sudden this thing is operating like a high advanced AI. I was like, can we right, talk about but, this for a second? <laughs> right, it's operating like a high advanced AI, but at the same time, it's it's dumb. So you know that whole thing is like, sorry, like a robot's not going to be like have be ashamed or be like, I'm so sorry, or you know that it's just it's it's robots going to you know be like, all right, well I figured out. Let me let me go through the history and like oh. Like every other smart robot movie is going to go through the history and be like, oh, well, maybe it's for the best that humanity got wiped out because y'all were dicks. Y'all were some <laughs> jerks, and I don't think you deserve to be here anyway. So so you were looking for him to become Ultron? Or any other? Name me a movie about an AI robot that didn't end with it consent thinking that humans should just be destroyed. I am Robot. 
Avengers Age of Ultron. Um, Terminator. Terminator. Like uh, The Matrix. I mean, every movie where you got like an AI robot, they're like, no, you need to go. Because lost in space. See, (laughs) there you go. As soon as the robot starts thinking for itself, it's like, yeah, robots, "Mm, man. (laughs) No, you, you shouldn't be here. You're, you're not doing any good. So, but yeah, I mean, that, that's, I, I was, I was sad. I was sad that because I, I that one I was really had I had a lot of expectation for, and it made me sad. Not the movie, but just the failing expectations part. I did like Heart of They Fall though. Yeah, well, Pat didn't watch that, so <laughs> doesn't mean you guys aren't going to talk about it. I'm not going to talk about it if you didn't watch it. You need to watch it. It's a very good movie. Now, I will say they used historical characters. They did not historical them. <laughs> they did not. <laughs> <laughs> because if you want to look up Stagecoach Mary, she was not Zazie Beats. She was not Zazie Beats. She was more Delroy Lindo than Zazie Beats. Delroy Lindo should have played Stagecoach Mary. But if you didn't know, Boss Reeves is the basis for the Lone Ranger. Oh. But of course, you can't have Does Pat Black Lone Ranger about? in the fifties. What was that, TJ? Do you know what it's about? I have no idea. Do you like westerns? Somewhat. It's a western, except with an all black cast. Oh, okay, except- yeah. Yeah, except for when they go to the white town. Oh my god, and it is white. Dude, that made me laugh so much. <laughs> I laughed. Dude, I laughed so much. It's like it's a white town. The entire the entire town is just whitewashed. It's like everything's painted white, but it's like the dirt, it's the a white town, town, everything is white. White. I was like, oh, oh I mean it's no, pretty good. It's but got yes, it uh it's got Jonathan Majors, um and Idris Elba. And Regina King and Zazie Beats, Zazie Beats, and Del Rolando, yeah, Damon, Damon Williams, Williams Junior, uh, Junior, Junior. Um, I mean, you got a, you got a, I mean, basically, you, you've got, you've got a really good cast, and everybody did well. It was well acted, and. But it, it, it fell into the the only thing I didn't like about it was it fell into the same thing that the Eternals fell into is and that I've seen a lot of movies have ha- happen lately is who's really the bad guy? Yeah. Whose cuckoo clock just went off? That was my alarm, I'm sorry. Not mine. Is it is it um, past your bedtime? Uh, no, it's actually time to put my eye drops in. You need me to so, do that for you? No, I'm <clears throat> I mean, it's hard to say because Pat might watch it, so I don't want to give a whole lot of deets. No, that's why I was going to leave it there. I was just going to leave it at that. Yeah. Okay. All right. Is but but that I, I I'm not a fan of that. Like I I don't think there's a problem when you're talking about movies or television shows having a clear cut good guy bad guy. Yeah. 
And I will say a, this: I I'm a I am becoming a really big fan of Jonathan Majors. Uh, he's an excellent actor. I, I actually now I need to watch Lovecraft Country because I haven't watched that, so I need to start that one. Yep, and obviously Idris Elba is great. I've only seen one bad movie with Idris, Idris Elba. What's that? Uh, Ghost Rider Two. Oh yeah, yeah, that's, that's tough. <laughs> she's just like what oh god yeah okay yeah that's that's tough that's, that's tough. fair that's fair that's fair yeah that's why you know you got people like like we've said before you got gary oldman i have never seen gary oldman in a bad movie or in where gary, i've never seen gary oldman bad ever no and idris elba was good in that movie sure he, he sure just he had was. a very <clears throat> small part like he wasn't in it enough to elevate it yeah to save it yeah yeah and then I watched Army of Thieves, which is a prequel to Army of the Dead. And it's very interesting because I'll tell you this. It was only. <clears throat> uh, Careful. It didn't, have anything, it didn't have anything to do with zombies. No, the zombies. No, the zombies were there. They were happening. In Nevada, but this takes place in Europe, and it really is a prequel story for uh, the Safecracker. And see, he was the least compa- like I didn't. I didn't think he needed his own movie. I didn't think he did either. But I, go watch it. I, I I have a different opinion now. Okay. Okay. It was really well done. And there's a like, third movie coming called Planet of the Dead. Yeah, I would have, I would have liked to have seen a prequel where it does the three like Batista's group getting everybody oh. out initially. Yeah. That would have been cool. <clears throat> but they did a um they did an interview with Zack Snyder and basically said that there's a bunch of different prequels that they could take. The helicopter pilot, uh the three the group the you know uh batista what's her face and uh what's his face what's his face but anyways there's a planet of the dead coming which is obviously you know because at the end of <clears throat> end of army of the dead he he's on his plane way to mexico and finds out he's been bitten right and so it's out of nevada now and it's going to spread and so right. uh and also he talked about how the safe cracker died off screen, which means in this genre, he's not dead. I would think once the bomb blew up though, and he wasn't in the safe. Well, you would assume so, but you know, yes. who knows plot devices. Yes. Plots with skis. And with so, that gentlemen, we have come to the end of yet another episode. Well, next, we week, we have a, a lot, next week we have a lot of fun stuff. What's next week? Ghostbusters Afterlife. Yes. Shang-Chi comes out on Disney Plus. We can review that one finally. True. But also, I need to just go see the Bond movie still. That one comes out. I should that that might that one might come out tomorrow. On on a thing, but so yeah, we got we got no time to die. Mainly, we got Ghostbusters Afterlife. That's the main thing because Ghostbusters Afterlife. Um, and you're gonna go to the theater for that one, Trey? 
Uh, yeah, we're actually we're 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 gonna. I'm gonna I'm gonna buy a, some cushion area. Um, I'm gonna actually buy six tickets instead of the four that I need, and takes the fam. There you go. Yeah, we um, <clears throat> I went today. Like I said, I went to see Eternals today, and there was nobody there. So. Yeah, but if I'm gonna take the fam, I gotta go like on a. Oh everybody. yeah, at a, yeah, at a time when everybody might be there. Because okay. I love Aaron, but I, I'm not taking my kid out of school to go see Ghostbusters. <laughs> oh, man, it's going to be so good. Yeah. Pat, send us out. If you have thoughts on the Eternals or Finch, please share them with us on Facebook, Instagram, and or Twitter. Gentlemen, it has once again been a pleasure to be in your presence. For our listeners, please stay geeky, my friends. Embrace your inner geek. Bye. And we will see you later.